Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the Liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! Jables, I went on a bender yesterday. Oh, me? What did I do? Man, I had a crazy night. Is that what you're talking about? I had a crazy night, dude. Fuck. (laughs) So. (sighs) I went on a bender of all benders yesterday. Did Um, you? It it was a rough one. I'm going to say today's the greatest day of my life. You know? Is it? (laughs) Oh. So great to hear it. We will be fighting on this show, so if that's going to trigger anyone, you can turn it off now. Carry on. Oh, the Big Ten is back, baby. Ohio State, baby. Uh, Buckeyes by 80 every single game this year. It just got announced moments ago. Big Ten football is back 
Donald John Trump made it happen. First of all, Ohio State National Championship winners. I'm already going to declare that. Uh, And I'm going to declare Trump in a landslide at this point. You just brought back Big Ten football for every single swing state in the election. It's over. It is all over, kids. That's it. Um, And as if today couldn't have gotten any better, uh, I, I got to have one of my dream guests, two of them, Two of my dream guests on Drinking Bros yesterday, which will which will air next week, uh, Kid Rock mm. and John Daly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Long John, baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I was, here's the thing. I was unprepared. You hear about people partying and shit, right? Sure. Obviously, I've raged with some of the best. Post Malone, you were there for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, trashed. Uh, just absolutely trashed. And, uh, you know, with this one, you hear the stories about Kid Rock and John Daly, and you're like, meh, can it be true? And you're, you're can, kind of like, still, like, you know, people get older, they're, you know, they slow down a little bit. He looks great. Yeah. He looks he the looks great. exact same, tan as yes. shit. Yeah. Um, anyway. Not only that, but. Go ahead. Um, not, not only that, but, um, uh, he he's still sounds amazing, and I'll I'll get to that uh, in a minute here. But I'm gonna I'm just gonna walk you through the day yesterday, please. Um, as far as like epic benders go, so we had to be at the event at like 10:30 in the morning. It was a charity golf event. Um, put on for Rob O'Neill. Yeah, put on by Rob Rob O'Neill, right? Yep. And um, Rob O'Neill, and uh, it, it was uh, helping veterans transition uh once they get out of the military great events great charity golf events and uh kid rock and john daly were in it and um we uh we set up he's like hey man come on out do a live show rob was on the show as well obviously um and uh do a live show from uh from the ninth hole uh that, that way it's the turnaround for everybody and uh everybody can stop by and have have a few minutes to chat on the show um, you know, load ins about ten thirty and uh, and get ready to set up. We get there. There is already a full bar, completely stocked, and every single person is drinking at like ten thirty a.m. Okay, okay, ten thirty a.m. Okay, Bender, right? So Dan and I, uh, and Jared, roll out with uh with some white claws because there was um uh a little. Kind of like a, a, a like a speech from Rob O'Neill of like, hey, welcome to you know the event. Here's what we do. Uh, thanks everybody for being here. And then a guy with a violin, uh, country musician, gets up and plays the national anthem from on the roof Ooh. of this country club. It was a fiddle. Yeah. It was a fiddle, I think. Uh, whatever, man. Yeah, um, I think in the south, it I, has hey. a different name. But go ahead. Whatever, Jabes. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Let me live my best life. Oh, you know? like, oh okay. You want to start this now? Let geez. you live your best life? Wow. Let me regale wow. the audience with my best life here, Jabes, okay? Hey. Um, he starts playing the fiddle uh, on the roof for, for the national anthem, and I, I was unsure what was going on. I saw everybody taking off their hats, and I turn around, and Kid Rock is right behind me. And he's drinking Coors, Coors Light. Of course. Of course he is. Uh. Now, I feel like a white girl bitch because mm-hmm. I'm drinking White Claws, sure. right? And uh, I'm, I kind of I just, like, hide my White Claw, like, you know, out of plain sight. Yeah. And because uh, at this point, like, obviously, after the National Anthem is over, I'm gonna turn and talk to Kid Rock, right? Uh, of course. Um, which which I do, and I you know I introduce myself and uh, um, and I said, hey, you know, we're looking forward to having you on the show today, and uh, we'll be at the ninth hole. We appreciate it, and blah blah blah. And he's like, ah, no problem. And uh, and he said, call me Bob, you know. And I was like, there it is. There he is. There it is. There he is. I'm in. It. You're like I'm in. I get to, I get to call him Bob, yep. baby. You're in the inner circle. Hey, Bob. You're in the inner circle. Yeah. Um. And and then he's he's like uh, he goes hey by the way man 
you have the greatest radio voice I've ever heard besides Howard Stern. And I, 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 oh. I stopped in my track. And, and uh, all I could say was, you're goddamn right. You're goddamn right. And he starts dying fucking laughing, right? And, uh, and he walks over to get in his golf cart, which is a personalized golf cart of the General Lee from the Dukes of Hazard show. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I, I don't on even know brand, how he got there. On brand, on brand. Love to on, see it. Uh, Love to see all it. All of it on brand. Love and so to I turned to, to, uh, to Jared and Dan. I was like, holy shit. He's got a General Lee golf cart, like custom. I was like, how fucking great is this guy? And he goes, Jared goes, oh, he's even greater than that. He goes, dude, look in the parking lot right over there. I, I, I walked past it um, out, out into the parking lot, maybe about 10, 20 feet. He drove the actual General Lee from the Dukes of Hazard to the fucking golf course. <sighs> Pristine condition. Sure. The actual car from the show. Not a replica. Uh, not not a remake of of uh, of the General Lee, the actual fucking car from the Dukes of Hazard, um, it, which is beautiful. And I'm like, oh my god, dude! Uh, so I walk past uh, the the car, and then John Daly pulls up. Um, you know, Long John, sure, Long Hitter, the Llama, sure. And uh, I've always wanted to have him on the show. I'm a huge fan. Grip it and rip it. Like he's the man that created all of that. You know fucking smoking heaters on every single hole like the guy is an absolute legend an absolute fucking legend and uh uh i talked to him as well and he was just like uh he goes uh drink it bros huh and he goes well i think i'm way ahead of you fuckers <laughs> and, I, and i was like uh what do you mean he holds up a uh like a 16 ounce styrofoam cup mm-hmm. and it's clear it's totally clear and he goes uh why don't you give this a swig? Um, because this will this will really get your engines going this morning. And I I take a drink. It is straight Belvedere. <gasps> He's the real 16, deal. Yes, sixteen ounces mm-hmm. of Belvedere, mm-hmm. like sixteen ounces of Belvedere. Ooh. No ice, Ooh. no nothing. Early in the morning, yeah. I take a I take a, a shot of that, and I go, oh. You're playing for keeps. And he goes, well, I got to find some way to beat cancer. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Yeah, because two months ago, he recently announced that he had cancer and uh, uh, still smoking heaters, fucking drinking vodka. And he's just like, you know, fuck it. Uh, I can only do what I can do at this point. And, uh, you know, I know there's going to be a four to six year process, but he goes, I'm not going to stop living my life. So what the fuck ever. And uh, no shoes. No socks. Played the entire round barefoot. Love it. Um, so that started off the morning, right? Um, and at this point, uh, you know, we go and set up on nine, um, and uh, y- you don't know where all the the golfers are placed, right? So uh, whoever drives by your hole first is who you're going to interview for the day, right? And it just keeps going like that all day long, right? Right. Well, um. When we get there and set up, I look over and and the the hole that came to us first, based on where people were put, was Kid Rock and John Daly. That was our first interviews of the day. Oh my god! Yeah, and I'm I'm I, I don't get too nervous, you know. But uh, I've always wanted to interview Kid Rock and John Daly, and and the fact that both of them sit down and I'm in between them, I'm like, oh shit! Um, and we're just getting started, you know. Like, literally, just said welcome to Drinking Bros. Like, hey. And we're just getting started with this. And uh, and then Kid Rock was like, uh, you know, you motherfuckers should be lucky I'm here. I haven't done an interview in four years now. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. And he goes, man, I'm just tired of, of the fucking media and the sound bites and the clickbait and all that other bullshit. But he goes, uh, I love the show. Love what you guys are about. And he goes, uh, so I'm down, man. Let's rap. And uh, we had an awesome interview, fucking John Daly smoking heaters on the show, and uh, and it's fucking amazing. So the rest of the day goes on like that. Rob comes in. Um, we had a, a country star come on at the end and play on the show. Like it, it was a fucking lights out day. But at this point, it's you know, we're in Nashville, Tennessee. It's ninety degrees. We're outside all day, right? And uh, drinking every hole. Somebody wants to stop to drink with you. Um, 
there was a, a booth uh, next to us of uh, this this whiskey company, Leatherwood, and then Jack Daniels is right next to us. So I mean, literally, people were feeding us shots and drinks all day or whatever. And I'm like, all right, cool, man. I'm gonna go in because there was an after party, and I'm like, I'm gonna go into this after party and get some food, try to try to get the 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 engines back going again. Sure, but, get uh, some fuel in the tank. Yeah, but it was hot, you know, and I was sure. just like, you, you know, when you've been outside all day drinking and everything, you're just like, shit, man. All you um, want, all you want is just some hot tuna soup, right? And just, that's, it. that's all you want. Just a little bit of tuna just soup, Just a little baby. bit of tuna soup, baby. Uh, carry on. So I get in, um, you know, they had an awesome spread inside this country club. Uh, I get some food and uh, uh, I eat and I still don't like... It, it, it's it, you're to the point where you're like you've been drinking all day in the sun i don't think i piss one single time to be honest with you because you're dehydrated right. and, and everything else <laughs> and, you know it was one of those days and, and yeah, it was also yeah, like yeah. i also like you there's a point where you just can't get fucked up at all so that's the that's point kind of the, that i hate and that is why i can't day drink because like yeah i the time that i want to like really drink and be like partying is like five on right but if you drink all day Mm -hmm. that's done like you're just trying to like get through the night at that point but you know yeah so i i i after i you know i eat a little bit of food and um uh i go back uh into the locker room because there's a you know a locker room like uh caddyshack sure you know what i'm saying like uh you're at this southern country club it's like caddyshack I go in there and just splash some water on my face and put some like cold water on my wrist and just try to try to bring the body temperature down, you know, because mm-hmm. I was outside all day. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just I, I just sat down on the bench and uh, on the other side, like I hear this guitar start playing and I was like, what the fuck? I walk around to the other side of the lockers and it's just Kid Rock with a guitar just playing in the locker room. Oh my and God. He was the same because there was a lot of air conditioning in there, and he was just chilling out. And he was just like, "Yeah, man, before before we go back outside, he's just like, I just need to fucking relax for a little bit." And I was like, "Dude, I I hear you, bro." So I walked out to the bartender. Uh, I gave her fifty bucks, and I was and she gave me a twelve pack of Coors Lights. So I take a, a twelve pack um, of Coors Light back in the locker room privately. I don't tell anybody what's going on. And uh, hero, it was me, kid, hero, hero, exactly. Exactly. Uh, it was me, Kid Rock, and about five other people, five other dudes, and uh, he just played fucking music for two hours um, in this this country club locker room uh, for like six or seven of us. And uh, <laughs> does he smoke? By the way, no, he, no, doesn't. he doesn't smoke cigarettes. Okay, no. um, which is why his voice is still exactly. amazing. Exactly, I mean, like, and probably why he looks good and stuff too. Like. Yeah. yeah, and so he looks great. He sounded great, and like, dude, for two hours, he's playing like uh, everything from like Skinnerd to like blues and everything else, and like he is that dude where he genuinely loves to play music. He genuinely loves to hang out and drink beers. Um, and uh, uh, I mean, we polished off like because I, dude, at the the one hour mark, I went back out and got another twelve and brought it back in and. Uh, Towards the end, you know, I guess people had heard or whatever. And, you know, 15, 20 people show up in there and that was it. And it was just like, all right, cool. You know, we got to get the fuck out of here now. Did you offer to sing the Sheryl Crow part for picture or? You know, what's hilarious (laughs) is I did. (laughs) No, you didn't. I did. I totally did. For me. And people were, he was dying laughing. People were dying laughing. And I was like, I will sit right next to you and do all of Sheryl Crow's parts if you want. And (laughs) Everybody Sick. started dying laughing. It was so fucking funny. Great minds. Um, Great minds. I know. I know. I know. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, you know, after that, um, we uh, you know, once once like twenty, thirty people start flooding in there, then it's, it's like, not chill it's, anymore. Now he no, now he has an audience and, it, and he's performing and he wanted to relax. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's not just, you know, bros right. hanging out having some chorus, like shouting out songs and shit like that, right? So um anyways, uh we, we get out of there, uh go into the, the party itself, um, which was great. Uh little little party, a little soiree, uh have a little bit more food, 
And again, at this point, it had been a long day. So, um, you know, I'm drinking with people saying hello and uh, some, taking some pictures. And, and it was a blast all the way around. Uh, but it, I wanted to call it a day, like 1030, you know, sure. or whatever time it was at that point. And uh, I was still just exhausted. And there, there wasn't enough drinks you could put inside of me at that point to, to, to get fucked up, you know, beyond that. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, all right, cool, man, I'm out. Um, well, there was a kind of like a makeshift stage outside um right outside the uh the event like on a patio um so think think if you went to like a you know a a patio like like sports bar like that's you know normal overhang kind of chairs and tables uh nothing going on you know there wasn't like a big grand stage or anything like that Mm -hmm. um and some people were kind of doing like karaoke and i see john daly up there and i'm like oh that's fucking hilarious right yeah um and uh, right as I'm about to leave, I'm I take one last sip and I just hear, "I'm proud to be an American," and and it sounded dead on, like you know, like Lee Greenwood. Right. And I was like, oh, "That's shit, man." I was like, "This guy fucking rocks." <laughs> it is Lee Greenwood. No. Um. Yeah, and I have I I have the video of it because I I pulled out my camera just in time because I was like, "No one will believe this story." He starts playing I'm Proud to Be an American. The dude with the fiddle from the National Anthem Appears from the roof. He had been up there the whole time. He hops down. Yeah. He starts playing with him. I'm no lie, like fucking three feet in front of Lee Greenwood while this is going on. Wow. I, I might have cried like at that point. Oh, like sure. I was fucked up and, you know. I got swept up in the moment. It was a glorious day, and uh, uh, he starts singing "Proud to Be an American." I lost my shit. Oh my god! Because <laughs> it sounded identical. Yeah. To the to the album, you like lean over like, to someone. You're like, this guy sounds exactly like the guy. That's exactly right? what happened. And he goes, and they're like, dude, it's, it, it is, is him, bro. The, yeah, this this uh, this veteran turns to me and he goes, dude. It is fucking Lee Greenwood. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. When did he show up? Um, so, yeah, I, the the easily one of the most hilarious and awesome nights uh, of all time. And, uh, yeah. And yeah, um, I, I have to say, like, you've been training for this. Yes. Training for this life. day, your whole life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Drinking at 10 a.m. You've done it many times. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Being able to hold your own uh, throughout the day, not get too crazy. Um, You've trained for that. And also, Drinking Bros has been going for how long? 2015? Five years, yeah. Five years. Um, We got Kid Rock on. Like, that's (laughs) as much as I want to. And by the way, I was very mad yesterday. Oh, that you weren't there? I just go to all this fucking stupid shit just hoping that to have a <laughs> night like this, I hang out with all you smelly fucking idiots just trying to catch like a glimpse of a drinking bros night, you know, where Kid Rock comes and John Daly and then like proud to be an American. Like I, I do all this dumb shit, sit at these sports sports games, you know what I mean? Go to these <laughs> dives, go to whatever. And like, so I was mad a little bit because I put in my time. Um, well, James, to be fair, though, in March, you were at the Post Malone thing and you got to, to, to witness the magic of that. Like, that's pretty crazy. That's true. That's true. So that's true. You, 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 um, you, like, you haven't missed all of them, but like uh, this one. Yes, I've been training my entire life for this. Um, and I'm proud uh, of you, you guys and thank God you were, you know, Giorgio got you guys set up just in time for them to come. Like it all worked out. It yeah, doesn't always. Well, we'll see. I got to, I got to look at the footage tomorrow, but. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. But you know, you got audio, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, yes. I, I look, think, you know, look. shit. We'll see. You we'll always, see tomorrow, you always worry about it when it's a big. I do. I do. You know, it's, a, it's one of my biggest uh, fears. Or one, is lose, one does, an right? Like anyone who does a show and like presses record and whatever, you just need technology to be on your side. Mm-hmm. And especially if it's such a big moment, like, you know, yeah. even NBC's cameras can fucking go out. But, um, you know, I'm 
I am happy for you guys. And I think it's, I mean, the next thing, if Guy Fieri is somewhere with Kid Rock, it's over. I have to be there. Yeah, we'll, we'll take him to Flavortown. Um, the other cool thing was uh, John Daly was like, hey, man, come to the Masters next year. Um, I'm set up. He does this uh, gig at Hooters every year next to the Masters um, where he, he brings his tour bus. I got to see his tour bus last night, which was fucking awesome. Nice. And uh, he brings his tour bus, and, uh, and he sets up there and, and does um, uh, live events all day. And he goes, dude, come set up the podcast, and we'll just do the podcast all day from the Masters next year. And I was like, fuck, Ooh, yes, dude, I'm in. Hush. Yeah. We got to yeah. take Nick to that. Make up, oh, for make sure. up for his Masters this year. <laughs> For sure, yeah, that there's no fans. but uh, uh, So that'll be rad, and I'm, I'm definitely going to do that next year. And, uh, man, what a crazy, crazy fucking day. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Uh, and you know what's funny, too, is like people were going down. People were getting super fucked up. For sure. Me, Jared, me, Jared and Dan were just right as rain. It was just like another day at the J.O.B. You trained for you this. Know? This is yeah. what you got. You know, it's the big... It's the big game. It's the big fight. It's the whatever. You've been training your whole life since your fraternity for a moment yeah. <laughs> to shine. And, you know, some people uh, are skilled in, you know, whatever they may be skilled in. But that is your superpower at this point, right? Ma- yeah. Malcolm, yeah. Malcolm Gladwell, right? How many hours of drinking? 10,000. 10,000 10, until you're a yep. pro, right? So until you're, yeah. Yeah, you've mastered it. Or dead, but yeah, so you mastered it. Um, And so, you know, I wake up this morning, right? I look at the footage of Lee Greenwood. I'm going to make a video later on my Instagram, at stjames, stjames, and post it um, because it's so fucking funny. I sent it to you last night. Did it it all come through or was it too long? uh, No, it all went through. Like clean, like where you could see it and it wasn't like fuzzy and weird? There is a a lady's finger, uh, a pink... Like, uh, that's in a lot of it in front of it, but I'm sure you can edit around that. It's just right in oh, your oh, camera. Oh. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's a, that lady, it's a larger whenever... hand. So I wasn't yeah. worried, <laughs> uh, you know, otherwise if it was a skinny little, you know, long fingered hand, I would be like, who the fuck's right in front of you with her finger <laughs> right in the camera. Um, no, I, I can tell you what that is, by the way. Dude, when Lee Greenwood came out there, every old Southern woman clutched their Loving pearls it. and ran ran towards the stage like fucking Jimmy Buffett was was coming on for Margaritaville. I mean, it was nuts. And I gave them their moment. You know what I'm saying? Like sure, I sure. just I was still like three feet from him and I was like, Go ahead. I I, I get it. Yeah. I'm a tall drink and I can see over this shit. But uh I'll make a video and post it today because it's so fucking funny. As soon as it kicks in, too, you're like. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it is like, you're right. When it kicks in, you're like, wow, that's exactly. I mean, it's the same. The exact yeah. same. Because yeah. it's not yeah. amazing voice. It is a distinct voice. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I mean, it's it's pretty powerful. It's, powerful, it's pretty powerful, but I mean, it's more. It's more a distinct voice than it is like an amazing vocal. You know what I'm saying? Like that is him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unmistakably, but, kind of thing. Oh my and god! And shout out to the hot so... pink figure fingered lady that was all up in your shot, but you could hear it. Yes. Um. And and by the way, to the listeners who listen to both shows, because we have a ton now. Um. And thank you for that. Uh, by the way, go to iTunes and rate the show a five-star for Ross Patterson Revolution. Give it a quick review. It really, really does help move us on up the charts. Um, we get in, I think our flight gets in at like nine tonight, and uh, we're doing a live sports show tonight, so we will be on air tonight for Drinking Bros. To give you all the picks, um, we would have done it earlier, but we had heard about this Big Ten story yesterday. It was not confirmed until today. So therefore, uh, we push the sports show. You will get all of your spreads tonight, and uh, and we'll give you full coverage um, on the Big Ten coming back and what that me- that means for the national championship. So please tune in t- tonight's uh, live on YouTube uh, as well. James, we got some sponsors before we get into the rest of the madness of today. Who pay for this show to be on the air and let me live out my best life? Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking brews. Finest mattresses in the land, 30% off if you're proud to be an American. 
If uh, if you're where at least you know you're free, thirty uh, percent off if you're a member of the military, a first responder, uh, a teacher, you work in the government. Thirty uh, percent off of everything in the entire store. That is pillows, sheets, mattresses, adjustable bases, you name it, they got it. Go to uh, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today, where as always, they get a 36-month pay-to-go program. No interest there, uh, so get on it now at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com, Jade. Boom, 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 shaboinkers. 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 Um, best in the biz. I Look, I, we, we were, I was trying to pump that shit through my veins yesterday. Uh, Had to. Kept me alive. Did you give yeah, some to Kid alive. Rock? He needs to try it. I'm sure he has already. Fuck no, that, dude. He he killed a, a twelve of cores throughout that round. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think Kid Rock is above it. I think he's fine. Um, go to StrikeForceEnergy.com today, though. Get some tasty, tiny little ten pouches that rip open and squeeze into any liquid available, and uh, that'll really get your juices going. I can promise you that. Last longer than five hour energy. Uh, 10 pack, 40 pack, 750 milliliter bottle that can be shipped to your house and it uh, shows up in the box the same as 7 Eleven. Uh, go to strikeforceenergy.com today. Promo code REVOLUTION will get you 20% off there, Jabes. Um, th- there was a crazy, crazy fucking prison story um, today on, uh, on Good Morning America. And I mean, it's, it sounds like a movie. That it, it was so unbelievable that I, I I wanted to to chat about it with the audience. Um, do you know the NBA or the WNBA player Maya Moore by any chance, Jesse? Mm, you know I love um, women's sports. Uh, no, but I did see this story. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, so I know her from the story, but um, was she so it, good? Do people gi- I'll, know I'll, her? I'll, yeah. Okay. I'll give it a quick uh, recap yeah. here for you. For, for people who don't know who this is, um, Maya Moore is one of the greatest female basketball players of all time. Uh, in the heights of her career, in her prime, she quit and wanted to work on social justice and uh, in particular help reform. Um, and and uh, I want to say, uh, like, perform an act of courage. I mean, shit, I, like... Going through this for two years is fucking gnarly. I don't even know. I don't even know what you say about it. To 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 be honest with you, like fighting uh, for for someone who was in prison and uh, wrongfully imprisoned for two years that you don't know is uh, is nuts, man. And quitting your NBA or your WNBA career to do it is even crazier. And she got this guy freed from prison. Um, you know, obviously the the footage of her outside the prison cell. Uh, is pretty famous at this point. She goes on Good Morning America today to talk about uh, you know the the new programs they're working on to to help other people get out of prison, and it turns out they got fucking married. Mm-hmm. She married the guy that was in prison, and it's like, holy shit! Somebody call Halle Berry like this will be a movie tomorrow, <laughs> right? So he was wrongfully accused. Do we know? Yeah. Okay. And she re- she released him. F- she got him. She kept fighting mm. and uh, got him released from prison. And uh, not only did, would, did he get released from prison, now they, they're married. Wow. Yeah, I saw that and was like, I didn't see that he was wrongfully accused. And I was like, okay, here we go. But, I mean, yeah, what a noble cause, honestly. I mean, it, yeah. Um, so, an I mean, interesting he was, it, by, story. by the way, yeah. he was in there for life. Like, it was a life sentence. Mm-hmm. So, it wasn't like, oh, hey, man, he's doing 10 for a B&E. Like, no, dude, it's that was a life sentence. She left in her prime, in her sports, the, the, the best basketball player in her sports, and uh, went to, to go work on this case, um, got it overturned, and then, uh, and then they got married, and it's like, it is the... It's the craziest. I don't even know what to say about it. Like, it's so crazy that it doesn't seem believable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's rare. Yeah. Uh, super rare. But when I saw that story this morning, I was like, holy shit. Um, some people on Twitter are dying laughing. They're like, dude, whoever this guy is, um, to get 
this girl to fucking leave her career yeah you had a press prison and then get married <laughs> they were like anything is possible <laughs> right <laughs> oh yeah wow yep, yep he yep. was 16 at the time of his conviction dang she was eight yeah. she was 18 when she met him through a prison ministry program holy shit i mean shit. what a love story and when you have to fight, by the way, when you have to fight to get somebody out, like, uh, wrongfully accused, it is a constant, like, 24-hour, like, paperwork going in, like, year after year and all of this. Like, holy crap. Yeah. What a great story. <laughs> right? Yeah, I can't believe it. Anyway, I cannot believe it. Um, but yeah, uh, here we are, man. Uh, if you're out there and you're in prison, start writing people, you know? Right. (laughs) Right. Maybe you can marry a Maya Moore. Um, the, uh, uh, the other, the, the, obviously the big news about the big 10 is, uh, is being back today. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Justin Fields, uh, the quarterback from, uh, Ohio state. He was the one who led this charge and, um, and got these these kids back playing, and then Donald Trump got involved. Um, but this kid, at 20 years old, to take this on on his shoulders and start this fight to get an entire conference uh, to come back and play, man, what a fucking leader that guy is. Um, I, I've seen memes everywhere today of Ohio State by 80 now in every game, which is probably true. But uh, um, I, I want to give a shout-out to him and, uh, J- and uh, Trevor Lawrence, the, the quarterback of uh, Clemson as well. Uh, for a, a totally unrelated reason, um, both of these two young men fought for n- not only social injustice in the proper way. Um, that each of them said, "Look, man, I'm not an activist." In, in particular, Trevor Lawrence was like, "I'm not an activist. I'm a football player. Um, so I will peacefully walk down the street and and I will help you know march with my teammates. But uh, uh, I I play football, and this is what I do." Um, I've never seen two athletes in college that age with this kind of maturity actually change the game. And uh, we're witnessing it right in front of our eyes. There's a bunch of shitty stories every day. Um, but, dude, this is what college is all about. And this is what uh, um, leadership is. And uh, I wish both of these kids uh, nothing but the the healthiest and, and, and happiest careers going forward. Because everything that they've done in the last six weeks these two guys in particular has just been amazing to watch and like fuck man if grown adults could act like these two guys um the world would be a better place and uh yeah i I just want to i just want to say a a, like a a special thanks man because to to both of those guys for everything that they've done for not only college but uh the united states here in the last few weeks because it's it's pretty amazing if you've been following along with it um jabe's uh, I will be back tonight. We'll be back in the studio tomorrow. Um, everybody was writing us about uh, what we're going to do for episode 600. Oh. This is 599 today. Oh, my gosh. Uh, here's the thing. You and I have always said this since for 100, we did something special. Um, for 600, uh, we're probably not, we're not going to do anything special, to be honest with you. Like, we're going to do this show for years and years and years. Therefore, 600 doesn't really seem like a lot to us. Um because we love doing it, and uh, you know, I think for a thousand, yeah, is when we'll, we will actually have like a blowout type party and and function for it. But uh, y- you and I are going to take the Rogan approach on this, where it's just like, man, we love doing this and we do it every day. I don't, yeah, I don't we're not celebrate, like, like we're not stopping. So it's kind of like, yes, yeah, six hundred. We'll mention it. Maybe talk to our nooners yeah. more. Um, but yeah. I mean, yeah, we we, we have a bunch of like day one listeners yeah. and uh, and we, we want to give you guys a shout out tomorrow for episode 600. But uh, uh, other than that, yeah, we don't have anything special planned because it's it again, it's it's we hope to go to 6000. So 600 really doesn't seem like much, although I guess it is thinking about it now where you're like, shit, we've probably talked for close to 700 hours total now. Um, right. Which is scary. Scary. Scary to think about. Scary. Um, um, but can we, uh, can we talk about this freeze Instagram for a day? Bullshit. Yeah, go ahead. Um, in, in a, 
in yet another celebrities putting their efforts in a ridiculous, stupid way. Kim Kardashian, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jamie Foxx, whatever, Katy Perry. A bunch of celebs are banding together to make Facebook stop and listen. Um, so they're freezing their Instagram. Uh, Instagram freeze Wednesday in a partnership with Stop Hate. So basically they're trying to make Facebook um, run a tighter ship and you know, ban more hate speech type of things that are on Facebook. Uh, um, so what, so they're, they're, they're going to freeze Facebook and Instagram for that day. Freeze Instagram because Zuckerberg owns Instagram. And I guess they're already, none of them use Facebook anyways. Uh, right, so that wouldn't right. do. So they have to use Instagram. Right. So they have to use Instagram to get to Facebook because they're all off Facebook because it's the dumpster fire. And I don't know why you're even trying to, uh, you know, negotiate with terrorists, basically. Like, it's not going to happen. Like, um, I, there, there, is, there is a simple solution for this um, that I don't understand. If you want to end hate on Instagram or Facebook, uh, look, TMZ did this about six or eight months ago, mm-hmm. um, they stopped allowing comments. Uh, IMDb did it as well. They stopped message boards. Each actor used to have a message board on their individual page. Mm-hmm. And uh, the crazy shit that people used to write to me was fucking wild, right? Mm-hmm. Um, either way, uh, if you turn off the comments for Instagram, if you're a celebrity out there and you don't want to hate speech, you can just turn off your fucking comments, man. Other celebrities do it, like Tom Hardy and those guys. Right. Um, well, they're so- talking about, um, so the idea is that Facebook is not, they're letting hate speech, like videos in their opinion, right? I'm sure anything with having to do with Trump or yeah. any of this type of thing or showing videos of white supremacist shit, stuff like this, like they're not. In these celebrities' opinion, uh, Facebook um, is about the First Amendment, but how far is too far by when it comes to censorship? So what they're saying is they're not censoring people enough on Facebook. Um, and to me, like I've always said, like, you know, like they are words. It is free speech. That's unfortunately covers all speech, Right. Which yeah. means that you cannot get in trouble for words. Um, so, again, now it's like people are asking, so why is it just a day? Like, why are we just freezing it for a day? Why not a week? Why, not your, why aren't you canceling your account? Like, if you really yeah, want, a make, want to make a statement, one yeah. day of no Leonardo DiCaprio pictures is not going to fucking do anything for anyone. Um, yeah, just uh, just delete your account all the way around. Like, if you if you really want to make a statement, if all of these celebrities got together and actually deleted both of their accounts, um, Instagram and Facebook, I that would make f- Facebook listen. Right. I mean, look, let's face it. You take somebody like Kylie Jenner or, or all any of the Kardashians, you delete those accounts. That's it. When when Kylie Jenner deleted her Snapchat account, their stock fell what eight percent that day. Um, Money will make them listen. If if everybody truly wanted to make a difference celebrity-wise, all these fucking dummies out there, they would get together and delete their accounts permanently, mm-hmm. and that would make a huge dent in Facebook's wallet, and, uh, and, they and then they would, would do better. listen, but yeah. uh, the question that begs the question, so why aren't they doing that, right? Um, mm-hmm. The answer is they make money off IG posts, every one of these people that are freezing their accounts. So they don't want to, uh, you know, fuck with Instagram too much, but they want to look like they want to pander as usual. They want to do something that's going to make them feel good for one second when they post it and then walk away and do nothing else. And even the cause is just like, what, what even do you want? Like, what even is the thing that you're trying to accomplish? More censorship? Okay. 
great. What a great cause. Like, just get the fuck off of it. It's a private, yeah, it's a it, private platform. You don't want to fucking see it. Don't click the fucking button. Like, I'm just. It doesn't it make any doesn't sense. It doesn't do fucking anything. No, and all these people are fucking idiots, and it's like, dude, they realize how much money they would lose. Not only that, but let's let's be real honest about it. Um, all of them are so vain that it's like, hey, man, uh, it, they, they want to be seen at the end mm-hmm. of the day. They're not going to delete anything no. that, that that is not like, oh, I can't go out and be seen and be doing cool shit. You're not going to fucking hear that out of my mouth because, yes, dude, I am vain. And yeah, I posted a picture with Kid Rock yesterday because I was fucking amped about it. Right. I'm I'm not deleting my account. I'm not fucking I have no delusions of grandeur that I would ever do that because I don't give a fuck. Now, if I was rich enough, yeah, then I wouldn't fucking I wouldn't have any of this shit, to be honest with you. Uh, everybody knows that about me. I'd have a razor phone and that would be it. Right. Um, you know, I, you would be seeing that video of Lee Greenwood on some grainy ass fucking flip phone. And uh, and that would be it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All my text messages would show up green. You know what I mean? Like, fuck you. I don't give a fuck. Um, But yeah, it just. So I watched I watched in in uh, our documentary documentary corner. I watched uh, the social dilemma. Ah, shit. I wanted to watch that. Holy shit. God damn it, Jabes. I wanted to watch that. I'll watch it again. I was kind of like in and out of it. Uh, it was very triggering. And um, it, it'll it give you a little bit of anxiety or a panic attack. But it's it's very dense and it will make you rethink absolutely everything about our phones and Facebook and Instagram and advertisements and everything. Um, yeah, I, a, it, a lot of people hit into, us up. Yeah, they get into grooming and how all these companies have like groomed us. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> thankfully, I'm not as deep in it as some people. But like I can go there sometimes um, and it's scary. But people were hitting us up. Yeah, everybody was like, hey, man, have you watched this yet? And I was like, no, I, I will. And we'll we'll talk about it on the show. But everybody was like. Holy shit, this is gnarly. And uh, so I, I, I want to check it out and, um, and then we'll, we'll do a, a, a longer deep dive on it because... Uh, yeah, it's um, very interesting. Give it... Uh, everyone give it a watch. We'll probably talk about it on, at some point next show or whatever. But yeah, it's interesting. It's a game changer, I think, as far as like a, a little bit of a, a crack in the program. So... It's a good thing. Okay. Um, I'm Ants, and that's on Netflix, right? Yes. Yeah. Who did it? Uh, it's a Netflix original. What do you mean, who did it? Um, oh, it is. So it is a Netflix original. Yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't know if it was one of those things that was shot like pre-pandemic, and then they you know, ended up buying it or releasing it or, or whatever No, it is, they but, talk so. about, there, there's, there's clips in there about the pandemic and the fake news in that way and all of that. So it's in there. Okay, cool, cool. Well, I'll definitely check that out and, uh, and then we'll report back on it. Um, but I'm, I'm amped to see it. Um, uh, one of the other things I want to talk about today was uh, uh, super interesting to me. Um, so I've read Drudge Report for years and years and years now at this point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a way that it, it ties, you know, some of the weirdest and uh, political and sports-related articles all together on one page. Uh, they've never changed their fonts, anything, in like 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, 25 years, probably. But uh, uh, they got big during the Monica Lewinsky, um, Bill Clinton sex scandal in the White House. And they have been, for years, ever since then, like the number two fucking... Uh, media outlet in the world behind like Pornhub Pornhub is like number one um and Drudge Report is number two okay as far as like page views which is un- it's it's hard to wrap your mind around right Drudge Matt Drudge has been a powerhouse uh in that industry for many many years um in within the last year I would start I would say right around January 
because he always leaned right. Um, he has gone hard left, um, and it's been it's been weird to see because after all these years, you're like, all right, cool. And look, I, whatever Drudge is reporting, um, I try to read everything. So you know, I read CNN every morning as well, um, and I'm I'm aware that 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 Drudge was far right, um, and always has been. Uh, however, I you know I try to read all this shit so I get some sort of fair and uh, balanced opinion. And uh, I was I was surprised when he went far left. And uh, jo- Donald Trump treated uh, he tweeted about mm, maybe two or three weeks ago. He was like, I don't know why Drudge hates me, but uh, uh, his numbers are down and in, in, in the it's it's really failing. Mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. and he's lost about 50 percent of his viewership and i was like huh really um and uh sure enough uh like four other outlets picked it up and they were like yeah drudge is down 38 percent um year over year because of it and i don't know what happened um everybody's trying to figure it out right now what happened to matt drudge and why he changed his entire site after all these years um i, I just want to say i don't i don't have an answer on this no one knows him I've because we I've gotten a bunch of messages and I'm like I've I've reached out to some people who have known him because um, he doesn't do any public appearances he doesn't go out there's one like stock photo of him from like 1995 and that's it I he could be hiding in plain sight and we just don't know what he looks like now I have no idea um, but what I do know is that it, it you know the site has totally changed uh, but I don't know why no one does. Um, somebody said that, that he had a falling out with Trump, but apparently, look, if Trump is tweeting about it, right? he clearly doesn't have any friendship with, with Drudge. So who knows, man? Um, I'd like to, to ask Alex Jones about it. He probably has that answer, yeah. but I don't. Um, but, but just know this, I have noticed and, uh, I read it at, you know, I look, I still read it every day because I read everything every day and, uh, it doesn't affect me personally, but, um, the stories keep getting weirder and weirder in the last couple months as the elections coming up like everybody's trying to it, it feels like the media has all come together every outlet and said all right we know biden is behind and we've got to throw the kitchen sink at trump mm-hmm. um i don't think it's 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 working and i don't think there's anything you can do at this point but uh it's strange that everybody's kind of given this last gasp and uh and now drudge is involved so um fuck man mm. I, I i don't know yeah uh, i don't know i don't know the real story behind it uh, so I just want to tell you guys that um, I, I, I've noticed it as well as you guys. And uh, hey, man, who fucking knows, dude? Um, people get older. Shit, that's what Kid Rock said to me last night, actually. You know, as people get older, like, and, and they get richer, um, they change. And, like, he, he was talking to me about uh, Howard Stern. Yeah. And because um, he was like, dude, you remind me of, like, old school Howard Stern and everything else and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and he goes, uh, I was like, yeah, man, I'm surprised, like, you know, you did our show, but uh, that you haven't done Stern or anything. And he's like, yeah, he's too fucking liberal now. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was like, you're, you're right. And, uh, you know, he never used to be like that. He is now. And I don't know if there's some, because this is the way I feel about celebrities in Hollywood. If there's some form of guilt involved once you get all this money and you're like, oh, shit, I've got to pretend to give back or help people or whatever it is. But uh, maybe that's what Drudge is going through. Maybe. Or maybe it's a, you know, when you get disconnected from normal people and the actual world and what actual people are going through, uh-huh. you change. And however that uh, happens, whether it's, you know, did, th- did this happen before quarantine? Uh, yes, yeah. it did. Yeah. Yeah. So this was all pre-pandemic uh, and things like that. And like, Look, man, I, I know a lot of people, and usually we get the inside scoop on shit, but uh, this one I don't know. Um, uh, but an interesting one that I did hear last night from a, from a journalist who was at this event was um, uh, behind the scenes, people are making calls to do a, uh, a Chrissy Teigen takedown. Really? Yes. Why? Uh, somebody listens to the, sh- the, the journalist I was with last night listens to the show. And he goes, dude, when your wife rails on Chrissy Teigen, it makes me laugh for like <laughs> a thousand years. And I was like, yeah, man. I was oh, like, comedian, we, we comedian Chrissy Teigen? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and dude, I, I was dying laughing. And he goes, hey, man, privately, like shit, 
they're fucking they're trying to take her down right now like there is some there's a lot of calls being made to create uh one of those huge fucking bombshell pieces on her mm-hmm. and um uh and he goes I, I can tell you that is happening right now and i was like really in and it, it, in regards to what though her life and and shit that is going on in this uh this kind of like because i was asking about it i was like um you know i was like and what what you know i'd heard the fucking pizzagate shit and the the uh you know the the, the pedophile shit and she had she had somebody come in and delete sixty six thousand tweets right um which fuck i don't know if she tweeted that much jesus christ but um she deleted like sixty six thousand tweets regarding like jokes about kids or you know things with kids and shit like that and like to be honest, we talked about it, you and I did on the show, and like I didn't, I didn't really put any stock into it. I was like, eh, you know, is she a, you know, kind of a shitty person? Yeah, but I don't, I don't think she's a pedophile. Um, but may, I, maybe there, there is something else there. But I, I guess people are saying that like her snarkiness and like the way that you know, people have kind of like leached onto this woman is like the the most hilarious like personality out there and everything else like uh, i guess people on the inside are fed up with it and her bullshit behavior now whatever that entails i have no idea but uh they're they're making the calls trying to trying to pop out one of those articles and it's it's a case of what you always say dude as soon as you get huge like that people start coming after you you know they're gonna try to knock you down like ellen and all that shit yeah but um especially if you're someone like chrissy teigen um yeah so my thing with her too is like do you remember do you remember courtney stodden mm-hmm. the um she, she married this like 55 year old actor when she was 16 yeah like 17 years old yeah no yeah. she yeah she was 16 when they got married okay. you had to like get permission from their parents and stuff and she she has huge fake tits in the whole nine right but she was a right. minor right and Correct. Chrissy Teigen bullied the shit out of this girl um, when she was 16 with this guy. Like, um, she tweeted, Friday Fantasy, Courtney Stodden, take a dirt nap, um, uh, die, I hate you, um, do you have a family, what drugs do what drugs do you put in your mouth asking for a friend who really wants to know how to look like an idiot? Um, just a, like a bunch too. And right. you know, at the time she was a minor, she's now coming out and being like, obviously that was abuse with this guy. Right. Uh-huh. Um, so she's not like a great, person like who spends that much time like bullying a young girl like that right yeah one tweet, um one tweet sure but kill yourself um die like all of this shit like that's pretty crazy and i think that's who she is really and she gets very close to showing that and doesn't quite, or people kind of let it go, or whatever. But I just think she's awful, and not funny, and a bitch, yeah, no, uh, and a bully. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't yeah. see that, you're under some kind of spell, um, by her. I don't know. Or, our our hatred for for Chrissy Teigen runs deep, and uh, it runs. Uh, I get deep. it, man. The only insight I have is a friend of mine from college used to date her for a little bit and uh back in the day this was like early 2000s um she was just like a fitness model like shooting shit and trying to do something what that something was like nobody really knew and i don't think she knew um you know once she married john legend it essentially bought her a fucking pass to talk shit on a bigger platform and just gain more followers and and all that other stuff and it's like man why are we taking a swimsuit model seriously for any of this shit? Um, I think that judge show on Quibi that every was widely panned and everybody was like, this is the worst fucking thing of all time. Um, and she's not funny or good on it. Um, that kind of started all of this other shit. And, uh, you know, 
her other hosting gigs have not been great either. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, look, there's a takedown happening. What it's over though, we'll find out. Interesting. So, we'll see. I'm mm-hmm. into that. Yeah. I can get behind um, that. I heard it last night, so we'll see. Uh, it won't be good for John Le- Legend's image, you know. Mm-mm. That guy's as cookie cutter as they fucking come. Yeah, so. he had to. Uh, he had to know what he was getting into, right? No, I don't think he did because I don't think she was probably like that until, you know, people started praising her for being a fucking yes. stupid bitch to people. Yes. Yeah. And, and I and it, I, I think it was right. It was after they were married. And it's like, you don't you don't really know who somebody's going to be until, you know, you're deep into a marriage. So fuck, man. And I think it, you know, at the time it was all fun and games. And now uh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> who knows man uh, uh may- maybe they dig and maybe they don't find anything who knows i don't know uh but i can tell you that's that that is happening right now and uh the the calls are being made about uh teakster does she go by teakster at all um sure <laughs> sure <laughs> don't care <laughs> i don't know bitch. if she goes by by teakster this bitch um, <laughs> it was like a story on page six how they celebrated their seventh anniversary who fucking cares Brianka yeah. Chopra got bangs come on <laughs> this is news that is important info it's important Jabes. info um, uh, very mindless important info. fucking Chrissy Teigen news <laughs> I don't want to hear one thing about her until it's a takedown. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens here, uh, Jesse. Uh, I don't know. Um, uh, I'd, I'd like to see it sooner rather than later, but that's me. Hey. Um, <laughs> that is me. There was uh, one last thing I wanted to chat about uh, before we get off the air here was um, um, the, the Holocaust is trending right now. Okay. Um, and I, I looked at it. There was a study done here in the United States that two-thirds of U.S. young adults are unaware that uh, the Holocaust even happened or what it is. Um, you know, and they, no idea about Anne Frank. I guess like 80% of people have no idea about Anne Frank. We did an interview with somebody the other day who was younger uh, like 20-something, whatever, right, 24, 25. They had no idea who Anne Frank was. Um, I, I The reason I wanted to talk about this is I, I, I knew this was going to happen. Um, it is not because millennials are dumb or, or they're calling them millennials and Generation Z, I guess, were the ones that were – that was the demographic that they were asking about the Holocaust, right? Okay. Um, I, I read this – when I read this article today, like um, – I. <sighs> I, I, this isn't millennials. This isn't Generation Z. I can fucking answer this for you. Like it's it's pretty fucking easy, because of how fucking pussified our education system has become, and what you can and can't read, or what you can't talk about, or learn, or anything else. Like there, these textbooks, these history textbooks for kids are being rewritten, so the Holocaust isn't in there um, at all, and. Uh, Oh, shit. You know who it was? It was our fucking nanny. Actually. That what? She was 23. Um, I had said something about Anne Frank, and she was like, I don't know who that is. And I was like, what? And I was like, they don't teach you Anne Frank, or you don't have to read that book or something? And uh, she was like, no. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Whoa. Um, Yeah. And uh, I had mentioned it to Dan, too. And uh, and he goes, yeah, man. He goes, I, I, he goes, I heard they were, they were taking it out of... Uh, history books and um and i was like shit um and, and that's what's happening like history is be being rewritten uh a lot of uh teachers and uh people think that it's um you know that it's it's too much for for young minds to handle so they're just kind of skipping it now and uh you're gonna get a different education about history than than you normally would have man and that's going to continue to happen so I, I don't think it's because they're stupid um at all uh they're just not being taught this anymore in history books and uh I, I think the civil war will be in there as well you can lump that in um that won't be taught in probably 20 years and uh 
uh, America, because of of how you know pussified everything has become, will eventually uh, just rewrite its own history and uh, kind of pick and choose the stories that they want to tell kids, and that's it. Wow, it's strange, but it's going on. Yeah, wow. Yeah, so when I re- when I read it, like two two thirds is a lot of of young Americans who don't know about the Holocaust or uh, or Anne Frank, and it's just like that. That's why I can tell you why. They just don't teach that shit anymore. So uh, get ready. Um, you're going to have just only the, the, the most positive moments in, uh, in world history, and that's all they're going to report. So uh, buckle up. Jabes, uh, fun show today, and uh, I miss you. We'll be live in the studio tomorrow. Uh, you can see our beautiful, smiling, shiny faces tomorrow. Um, I'm sure I will be uh, looking like I get hit by... Uh, a car no um, but you always look beautiful we'll have a lot of singles of jabes tomorrow okay <laughs> um so i get in late again if you're uh tuning into drinking bros sports we're gonna go live tonight's probably around the 10 or 11 uh range and uh and you will have all your spreads uh for tomorrow i can promise you that for jesse wiseman aka the jables i'm ross patterson this is the revolution good night everyone good night Or good afternoon. Okay. <laughs>